Hey guys, and welcome to the Family Business Indaba podcast. We are the voice of African family business, promoting generational wealth and generational legacies. And my name is Susan Tendi. And I am Nikia Amani. And we're going to be taking you through the journey of African family business. Thank you for your invitation and having me today. I'm very happy to be here and I hope I can help a lot of family businesses to make them understand that you can always win and keep on running forward and improve and help your business to grow. I am Doris Scheibenbogen. I am German and I am specialized in the process of a crisis and also to manage the crisis in case of death or uh, illness. I also support the family business in the succession planning and of course being in time to really get the right person into the business. And the third thing I I am really um, working on is conflict. Okay. I have family business in my blood because my dad had a a machinery company, my grandfather had a company and his sons took over and my mother, my grandmother had a grocery store. So I, I grew up with it and I guess I know what I'm talking about. I have 35 years, more than 35 years of experience and I am also a non-flick coach for a million peacemakers it's for me it's very important to also help and support the world and i am trained in organizational and uh, systemic coaching i'm a board member of VDU which is a female uh, organization for business women and Yes, I also was the former manager of our own company, but my sons already took over. And uh, that's going to be quite a story to let you know how we managed it. And I would like to start with letting people know that in case of crisis, you do not have to give up, but you have to make sure that you get the advices you need Get prepared for whatever you have to go through. Ask for help because people are really right now trying to help when they can help you, okay? So to make you understand how I managed my crisis in my life, um, I would like to tell you about this crisis. The first one I had was uh, when my mother died. I was only eight years old when she became insane and she committed suicide when I was 21. So going through that kind of loss was really preparing me for life. And I learned how to manage and handle my life and help others in cases of real bad tragedies. It made me strong, let's put it that way. It really supported me to all the steps and crises I had to take in my life. 
The next thing was when in 28, a lot of people had problems because of the economy. We also were into this crisis and we almost lost everything because we only had one big company we were working for and they stopped all the orders so that we were in the situation of making money but had to pay our employees. We really struggled, we fighted and we just somehow managed to go through this situation, kept the employees and also did not lose our fortune. I did a lot of coaching, I did a lot of talking to banks and so on and that way we managed to go through that. Then the next uh, situation we uh, came in was when my husband had a, a bad accident. He had a traumatic brain injury. He was in coma. And the doctors would let me know that they are not sure what's going to happen. He might not wake up. He might not uh, be able to live his life without help. And uh, I just thought, well, I know that you have to tell me that because that's, uh, you have to make the worst, um, to let me know the worst can happen. I understand that, but I just believed in myself. I said, no, I'm doing everything to stay positive and help my husband to go through that and recover completely. So I was lucky to have a power of attorney and also a life will to take care of him because I don't know in other countries but in Germany if you don't have that you have to get a legal guardian and he tells you then what to do and also he would take care of the company so lucky we did not have to go through that and I was able to handle it all by myself it took around uh, six months uh, until my husband became better. He was uh, paralyzed on one side. He could not speak. He could not walk. He could not uh, eat. He could, he could not do anything by himself. He had an open uh, ha uh, head. And I really, yeah, it took a lot out of me. I had a lot of sleepless nights to handle the company and my husband. But I was lucky enough that coming out from the tragedy in my life that I really believed in, in God. I believed that everything will be all right. I kept on moving forward and my sons helped me a lot. One of my sons was already in the company. So in the morning I was running the company with him and in the afternoon I took care of my husband. My son kept on saying, um, mom, it's really hard with 25 to be thrown into the water without knowing how to swim. But he did a great job. And later on, my second son came into the business and they kept reorganizing, restructuring, they, they digitized everything. And they've had a big fight with their father. The thing was that it took three years for my husband to cope, totally recover and he did not let go of the business. He just did not want that the sons are going to take over. He just wanted to be the boss. And he thought that we wanted him to get out of the business, but that was not the truth. I was between the mediator and it really was a lot of fighting. We kept on talking. We had sessions, we had meetings, we had a lot of 
uh, telephone calls. Uh, we were sitting together in the evening. I would talk to my husband during the day. I would talk to my sons. But having all those experience, uh, I was able to really manage us through this succession. And at the end, we were all winners. The sons really did a great job. And they also, you know, there were a lot of older people who used, were used to work with my husband, but, and they would not allow my sons to take over like they wanted it. They are uh, modern leaders and they really tried to make the whole company a modern company. They really stopped projects which were not profitable and they got rid of people who were not the real people in the company anymore. You might know the saying that if there is a bad apple, all the other ones are going to be ruined. Okay. So considering succession, we really have done our job and I can say it's wonderful to come into the company in the morning, see my sons, have them around, decide on projects, decide on the company's next steps and see how successful our business grew. We have around 100 employees. We have another, we opened another office in Germany and it's a real, it's a real harmonious family business and the people love to work for us. <clears throat> now, considering the situation right now, we are very thankful that we are a company uh, which is of uh, systemic importance and we were prepared without knowing because we already worked uh, from home offices. That's a good thing. So luckily we are not suffering right now too much. Of course we suffer. It's a different situation and we also have a lot of people around who really do not know what's going to be their next step. So what I would like to say is a considering crisis, you should be prepared and you should do it before the crisis starts. For example, really get everything clear considering power of attorney or life will. Talk to your tax consultants or your lawyers to have the right contracts or get ready for inheritance or if you want to give uh, your um, fortune over before you die then you should also arrange that that you have, do not have to have a lot of tax to pay which might be another crisis then make sure that the people or the, that you train your leaders or your project managers so they are able when something like a death or illness happens that you are prepared to run the company or someone else can run the company. I highly recommend that considering succession, that you plan in time to really talk to your children and make sure to, to talk to all of them, not only um, one favorite, because you never know exactly who is the one who really wants to run the company. In our case, my son never said or wanted to be in the company. But at the end, they really were so happy after all the fighting, of course, and all the different arguments to be in the company and they enjoy as much as I do. Now, 
even in our time, sometimes the daughters are not meant to be in the companies, but I can highly recommend talk to your daughters because they are real good leaders. And I know from constellation and history of families that it is important to also consider the family as a whole and also what has been tragic or whatever has been in the families to consider what situations might happen when this one or that one is taking over. Maybe there are even two or three who want to be in the business depending on the constellation. I learned that being open, letting go, trusting your, your children is very important. Very often the, the older people think they are the ones who only know the truth or know the answers, but that's not the, the case. The young people are really res taking responsibility. They are into digitalization. They want to prove themselves. They want to move the company forward. And of course, they hope to get the support from their parents. <clears throat> yes, and there are a lot of ways how you can make your company successful and really do a succession which does not hurt but uh, gain or be a win for all of them. I usually look very close into the family history. I talk to each member to make sure that everyone is heard. And then I decide that the whole family usually comes together and we really work on the whole situation to understand the whole movement in the family. For me, it is, it is really important that everyone is heard, that everyone can say what they have to say and make sure that to have harmony in the family, because if you have harmony in the family, you will have har have har harmony in the business too. And nobody is gonna be, or let me put it that way, greed or jealousy is not a good leader. It's not gonna help anyone. And coming from family businesses, consider my own family, I know what it means if you have a successful business and then with 70 years lose everything because you just did not do the right steps considering succession. I also know what it means that you prepare your son, in that case, my brother, to take over the company, but he, can, he could not take over because the brother of my father took his place. It's not very nice. It is my heart's desire to really help family business to go into the next generation. Because family business for me is wonderful. I love family and of course I love family business. And that's what's great to see how many businesses, not only in Germany, but all over the world, especially in Africa, as I learned, they really move forward, they support, they are the ones who lead I would say the world and it is very very important not to try to do it on your own get a coach because they know what they are talking about they have the experience and they are neutral they are not gonna take the part of this one or take the part of that one no they listen closely and very carefully to make sure that the right person takes over
And yes, it's not only the family business, it's also the family working together as a family is the most wonderful thing you can have. I just got my first grandchild and it is wonderful to see him grow even just being two years, uh, two months, uh, two weeks old. And yes, I hope maybe he will take over one of those days and uh, you never know. Yes, that's all for me. Being in harmony, leading in harmony makes our world a peaceful world. Thank you very much. Do you have any questions? Um, thank you so much for that um, interesting insight into your experiences and your lessons as you have um, built your family businesses from growing up in the family business and to also then running your own family business. Uh, I'd like to probably talk a little bit more about the importance of putting together documents. I know that especially in African family businesses and um, African families as a whole, we are very averse to setting up things like wills. We, we, we're very scared. It's, um, it's a scary thought. If I have a will, we uh, all of a sudden think that we are predicting our own death or even summoning it to come at a time where we're not ready for it. So we avoid wills, powers of attorneys, and most people don't even um, know how important a power of attorney is. And they just assume that somebody else will take up the mantle. So for example, a parent will just assume that one of the children will take responsibility or one of my brothers or sisters will take responsibility. And for me, I'm finding that mm. I find that very difficult because I lost my dad two years ago and there was no will. There was no documents. There was, I, I didn't even know where the, his basic um, documents were for um, where the properties were what what assets were were there and and then I found myself as an executor for his estate, which then also made it a lot more complex. So maybe you can share a little bit more about how important um, those documents are and um, why people should have them in place. Well, the thing is, you know, um, when we started our companies. We, the first thing we did was to make sure we have a power of attorney mm -hmm. and also organize for our kids, our twin boys, that they are taken care of in case of death. Mm -hmm. Especially if both parents die, they would have been just there for them and nobody would know what to, to, to do. So that was really, in these times we, I think they were one or two years old, I, I don't really remember. So they were taken care of and it is not that we, that you decide that uh, something bad might happen to you. I guess it's really necessary because I know a lot of people, especially in family business where the, the, the leader just wanted to be the leader. The women did not have uh, allowance to, to, uh, to the accounts mm -hmm. and then he died and they were just there. They could not get into the accounts, they could not get the money. They were just sitting there waiting that the legal guardian, uh, guardian would uh, take care of it. So that's not a good idea. I like to be the boss of my own things. A willpower is necessary. It was not at that time when we started the business because uh, 
let's put it that way. There were a lot of people taking care of the situation if there was no power of attorney or will power. Because if you, like in my case, you know, the first thing the doctor said to me when my husband was in coma, um, we'll need a, a guardian for your husband. I said, no, you don't need a guardian. I have all the papers you need. And I was able to take care of all the steps we had to take. So it is not that talking to your parents or talking to your children, making sure and clear that you want to be sure that everything is settled the right way. Mm-hmm. And, you make, and the good thing is, you know, my dad always used to say, I want that you all are treated the same way. I don't want that you argue when I die. I mean, he's still alive, thank God. He's uh, going to be 90 this year. But we have everything uh, regulated. I regulated everything for my stepmother to make sure that she is in good hands when something happens to her, that I have the, the possibility to decide what's going to happen with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, for example, last year, my dad was in hospital for a long time, and I was the only one who couldn't, could react because he gave me the power of attorney. And yes, don't let other people decide on your family. It's not mm-hmm. a good idea. Yeah. And maybe you could explain a bit more um, in terms of the power of attorney. What does that uh, entail? What type of power are you giving someone when you are giving them power of attorney? Um, I would say you should give power to everything considering financial situation, considering your private situation. Uh, You should also name one person who's going to take care of the situation. Don't, don't, take five or six people because that's not going to work take the person you trust the most Mm -hmm. and it's not only trust it's also that it should be the person who knows about those things Mm -hmm. i mean if you're not into this uh, kind of business you might not be able to know how to act when something happens like that like illness or death Mm -hmm. i don't know my my dad decided it's going to be me so Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's me. I'm the youngest one, but my my brother and sister, they trust me. We are always talking about everything, so mm-hmm. nothing can happen. I would never uh, betray my, my family. Mm-hmm. And in, in, our, uh, in our case, considering my sons, mm-hmm. we already gave a lot over, uh, was what the tax allows you to without paying tax. And we can do that within 10 years. Every 10 years, we can give some more to them. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you have a real good um, relationship because otherwise it's not going to work if you hand over before you die. Mm-hmm. And there are, in Germany, there are regulations where you can make sure that it's still yours. You can still handle it. Mm-hmm. But on the paper, it already belongs to the children. Mm-hmm. Um, the life will is also very important because like situations, if you're in coma, you cannot, you cannot act, you cannot do anything. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said before, I don't want that someone else decides what's going to happen with my husband or my, my dad or my mother or whatever. Mm-hmm. Make sure everything considering financial things or important things where you cannot act without the, the, the power of attorney. That should be in the paper. But usually, you know, that um, um, lawyers, they know what's necessary. There are standards. There are 
Okay, there might be special situations in, in different families, yes, but that's your, you're going to talk over with the lawyer. And the tax situation, you should always talk over with the tax consultant. And I had a question. So with the pandemic and people worrying about you know, losing loved ones, um, what role, how do you recommend the next generation bring this topic up with the founders? We need to think about estate planning. We need to think about wills and trusts and things. How would you suggest they broach this very sensitive topic? As Sissy alluded, in Africa, we don't like to talk about death. Um, mm. I know it's hard. Usually, you know, when something happens, people start to think about it, but it might be too late then. Um, in our case, we decided that we talk to our, to our children and make sure everything is settled. Um, considering I remember that it was very hard to talk to my dad because I, I didn't usually we do not want to give the feeling I want to make sure I get the money, I want to make sure I get the family business. Yeah. That's the problem, yeah. Mm -hmm. So... I would recommend, you know, if you have to talk about that, it's easier to get a coach and let the coach do that work. Uh, I mean, I'm not uh, the one who can do a lawyer or tax consultant work, but when I work with the family business, I tell them, please make sure you have those papers. So it's not you saying that, it's the coach saying it. Yeah. Uh, what, what you can do is also when you talk to your family, just Talk about a situation you learned about, you know, that somebody died and there was nothing uh, prepared for the situation. That might help. And my, yeah, I usually, I always try to be very honest to make clear what I want, that it's not because of me, it's because of the whole situation. Yeah. I mean, it does not help anyone if someone gets sick and cannot decide on their own, or if someone dies and everything might get lost because no one ever decided on anything. It's responsibility, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah I think um, that is, is so vital. So in the cases of where there is no coach, um, I know that in most African businesses, the concept of having a coach is not always something that is prevalent. And so would you also advise that they bring in a trusted um, member of the family or somebody that has the founder's ear or the, yeah, the respect of that person enough to hear them out and also suggest such things? Uh, yes, of course, that can work too. It depends on the constellation. Um, I know it's very hard usually to talk to the founders because it's their legacy, it's their business, that's what they uh, made happen. And, uh, but if you, if usually, as I learned in my consultations, that there's always connection between two people. Like I said before, it's usually the one of a favorite person you trust and talk to. So this person could support you 
uh, when we were in succession, I asked my, my children, what would help the most? And they said, you know, mom, concentrate on the young people because they need you. The older people are not the ones who are going to listen. The young people have to make sure they are going to take over and are able to, to really work with, their, with the founder and all the other people included or the employee, employees included. It's working. I think, I don't know in your country, but in Germany, you can also learn a lot through the internet. There are platforms where you just look in and for example, the life will, you can do really by yourself, being supported with the um, government. Uh, power of attorney, if you really want to make sure nobody can um, doubt it, it should be the, the lawyer. So in Germany, you know, they put it to a certain place. It stays there until the person dies, and then the, they take care of uh, the whole situation. But if there is not, you can even write a, a of course, you can also write it per, uh, um, yourself. Mm -hmm. But if not all the people are clear on that, mm -hmm. it might come to a fight. Mm -hmm. Power of attorney uh, through a lawyer, no doubt about it. Okay. Um, Doris, thank you so much for spending this morning with us and um, sharing your story and your experiences and also giving us insight into difficult conversations that we all have to have at some point in time and how uh, being able to navigate through this has helped your family and also is looking forward to the future with your grandchildren <laughs> and the continuous building of your family businesses. Yeah, the third generation, that would be great. Yes, that's what I, <laughs> my heart's desire to really get the businesses to the next generation, not fail or sale or whatever. Yes, yes, okay. I think everybody um, wishes that. Um, it just takes a lot of planning and navigation like um, you have shown us just by telling your story from coming from a family business, setting up your own family business, and now looking forward to passing it on to the next generation, which is such a beautiful narrative. Yeah. So thank you so much once again. Um, we look forward to engaging you further. And um, we'll thank just you. say, stay safe. And thank you. Thank you very much too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.